Icon Church. Welcome, welcome to Icon Church. I hope you're having an amazing morning so far. And yes, if you are a mum, a woman, a grandma, expecting whoever you are, happy Mother's Day. Even you dads, happy Mother's Day. I actually saw a card in the shop in Tesco's the other day that said, to dad, happy Mother's Day. So there you go. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Yeah, my name's Debbie, and along with my husband, Nathan, we get the privilege of being leaders here at Icon Church, and we love it. We love it. I don't know what, I think our life would be pretty boring without Icon Church, to be fair. We love Icon Church. And I want to give you a massive welcome if you are from one of our Icon campuses from Chesterfield, Rotherham, Stocksbridge, Derby, Sheffield, or our online campus. I want to give you a huge welcome. Maybe you're with us for the first time today as well. I want to give you a massive extra special welcome as well because we love having new people, but you're only new once, then you're part of the family. So welcome. And uh, I want to give an extra special happy Mother's Day to my mother-in-law, our pastor, Jeannie Benger, and also my mum, who is watching right now, Tracy Peters. Happy Mother's Day to you as well. I woke up this morning to my son downstairs whispering with Nathan as they were secretly um, writing in cards and things like that. And he got me three cards, three cards. Bless him. He's a good boy. And uh, I'm going to start today from reading a scripture from Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 34. And it goes like this. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or, so, um, or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you much, not much more valuable than they? Can, they? can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the fields grow. They do not labor or spin, yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the fields, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them. Therefore, oh, verse 33, I'm skipping ahead. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough troubles of its own. Now, this wouldn't be a Mother's Day message if I didn't tell a story about being a mum. So I'm going to start off by telling you quite a funny story about my seven-year-old son, Zion. So one Sunday morning, we were sat in church. I think I was sat somewhere down here on the front. Zion was sat on my knee. And uh, we were just, I think we must have been listening to the offering or something. We were sat down listening to something. And I could smell this smell. And I thought, somebody's not put deodorant on this morning. So you start to do that really discreet, like, shoulder sniff. 
without anybody looking. And then I leant over to Nathan and I did the discreet. And I thought, it's not me. It's not Nathan. So then you lean forward. Oh, there wasn't anyone in front. But like if I was sat on the second row, I probably would have leant forward and sniffed the person in front of me. Especially if I was sat behind like a teenager or something, you, you know. Sorry, guys. Sorry, oxygen. Uh, I can't use, but. Whoops. <laughs> and then, uh, so I, d- I sniffed around and I thought, I don't know where this smell is coming from. So I ignored it. And then we went into worship. So I thought, I'm going to do the, the worship sniff. So uh, whilst Nathan was stood with his arms up, I leant over again. And add another sniff, and then I sniff my own. Obviously, I shut worshiping. <laughs> and I just couldn't work out where this smell was coming from. And then later on after church, I was getting Zion ready for bed. And it was my seven-year-old son who smelled of B.O. I thought, how does this happen? Like, he's not a teenager yet. He is seven years old. He's still my baby. He's still at infant school. He should not smell like a teenager. So, obviously, I did what all good mums do, and I Googled it. I went on Google, and I typed in, why did my seven-year-old armpit smell? (laughs) And you know what? Apparently, it's a normal thing. Apparently, girls and boys from about seven to nine can develop BO. So, any of you parents out there whose little children might smell a little bit, it's fine. Zion now uses deodorant and thinks it's incredible and the best thing ever that he smells like a teenager. He loves it. But one of the things I have noticed in my seven years of parenting, other than the fact that he he now has to use deodorant and we have to talk about hygiene a little bit more, is the fact that there's one thing that he needs more than anything, more than deodorant. My son needs this one thing. He needs security. My son needs security. That state of feeling safe, stable, free from fear, free, free from anxiety, free from doubt. And he knows security. He knows what security is. He might not be able to verbalize it or tell me what it is, but he knows what security is because he is loved, because he has food, because he is safe, because he's got clothes and a home and education and boundaries and all those things that a child needs to be able to feel secure, to feel safe, to not fear. He doesn't understand what security is. He doesn't understand the concept of security necessarily. But he knows that he's got everything he needs to make him feel happy and safe. And he trusts me and Nathan. He trusts us with his security. He trusts us to know that we make him safe, that we make him happy. And just as a parent, I know what he needs And I know that it's my responsibility and my privilege to make sure that he has that security. And just like Zion needs that security, we also need security. We need security in our lives. And the world teaches us that we can find security in things like people, relationships, money, property, Um, education, those material things, those worldly things. The world teaches us that we can get security. You know, if you've got multiple properties, you're secure and set for life. If you've got money in the bank, you're secure and set for life. If you get married, that's a secure relationship. You know, all these things, the world teaches us security comes from those things. 
But the thing is, Icon Church, the world can't promise us security. The world can't guarantee security. Even the things of this world that say they're going to offer security, they can fail. They can let us down. They can fall. The, the high, most high-tech security system in the world can be broken into. The things of this world that we think offer us security can be here today and gone the next. And our closest family and friends, as much as they love us, as much as they've got the best intentions, as much as they want to offer us security, they're still human. They can still fall. They can still fail. They can still let us down. They can still break that security. Not on purpose, not intentionally, but that can still happen because we're all human beings and we all make mistakes. So because we know that nothing is guaranteed, because we know that security is not guaranteed in this world, we then strive for our own security. We strive to be independent. We strive to be self-reliant. We strive to be financially stable. We we strive to, to make sure that we have that security and we don't have to rely on anybody else for that security. Because we know that the world won't give it to us on a plate. But the problem is with that icon church, when we strive, when we strive for that security, that leads to worry. When we're independent, we can still worry. When we're self-reliant, we still worry. But where does that worry get us? Where does that worry get us? Does worry actually get us anywhere? Does worry solve anything? Does worry add anything. We've already read in that verse in chapter 27. Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And the answer is no. Worry gets us nowhere. That desire for security that we strive for can lead to worry. And that stems from childhood. We develop the need for security from childhood. Did you know That when children develop a sense of security, they will actually experience the benefits of that throughout the rest of their life. Security helps to develop emotional, mental, and physical health. And children who feel secure feel freer to express their emotions. When a child feels safe and secure, that child is able to take risks necessary to be in relationships, to explore, and to try new things. And research has shown that children who feel insecure play and explore less and have more difficulty with relationships. Doesn't that reflect our lives as well? We need to feel secure to be able to do all of those things. This security remains the same in adulthood. It's not just children that need to feel secure. We need to feel secure as well. We all need security. We need security to develop that emotional and mental and physical health. We need security to take risks and to be in relationships. In a relationship with yourself, in a relationship with friends, with partners, marriage, having children... If you weren't listening last week, we did our first episode of our new relationship series, Relationship Goals, and we've got part two tonight, so make sure you tune in for that. We need security to explore and be adventurous in life. 
Things like being spontaneous, trying new things like food and traveling and sports. We need security to try new things like studies and and new jobs and, and moving house into different locations. You need that security even just to have a bucket list for your future. We all need security. So how can we find that security? How can we find unfailing security? Not like the security that the world offers us that lets us down and can be here today and gone the next, but how can we find unfailing security without striving and without worry? It's possible. And it is available to you. We can find unfailing security when we seek God. Our father, he knows, he's a parent. He knows what we need and he wants to provide it. Just as I want to provide security for my son, God wants to provide security for me, for you, for every single one of us. In Matthew chapter 6, verses 32 to 33, as we read earlier, it says, For the pagans run after all of these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. I can't see any striving in that. I can't see any worry in that. All it says is seek. Seek first his kingdom and these things will be given to you. There's no worry involved in that. To find my unfailing security in God, I have to seek him and trust him more than anything. To find our unfailing security in God, we need to seek him and trust him more than anything, more than the worldly things, more than the things that we're told offer us security. Trust God more than those things. And when we seek him first and when we find that unfailing security that he provides, we don't have to strive. We don't have to worry. We just have to seek him first. Just as Zion, my son, completely trusts me to provide that security, we can completely trust God to provide us with that unfailing security. Zion can sleep soundly at night. He can sleep without fear or disaster. And and we can sleep soundly at night. And we can navigate through life knowing that we don't have to fear about disaster, knowing that God, who we can trust, will provide everything we need and offer us security. One of the verses that we read at the beginning in Matthew, that's um, that verse 32, where it says, for the pagans run after all of these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them, but seek first his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. There's another verse that's quite similar to that. And it's from Proverbs. And we're going to delve a little bit deeper into Proverbs 3 this morning. And Proverbs 3 verses 5 to 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding, but seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Seek him. Seek him and he will show you the path. Seek him and he will give you that security. Seek him. It's all about seeking him which leads to security. 
to find my unfailing security in God, I need to seek him and trust him more than anything. So how can we trust God? How can we trust God to offer us that security? We're going to look more into Proverbs verse 3. And Proverbs verse 3 is all about, chapter 3 is all about trusting God. It's all about trusting God. And Solomon wrote this. He wrote Proverbs 3 because he had a God-given wisdom and he wanted to share it. He even addresses his son in one of the verses because he wanted to make sure that he shared that wisdom with his son. Just as I want security for my son, Solomon wanted security for his son, and God wants security for us. And there were so many incredible verses in this chapter, in chapter 3, and I was looking through them all. I could have done like 10 points. I could have done like 10 things that we can do in our life to, to trust God more, to have security. 10 things, and I narrowed it down to just a few. So don't worry, there's not 10 things that we're about to go through. There's not 10 points. There's not 10 things on the list to do to trust God more. We're just going to go through a few. And the first one is be reminded. Be reminded. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 to 2, it says, My child, never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. That sounds like security. That sounds like, you know, a satisfied life, a life of many years. That sounds like a secure life. That sounds like a satisfying and secure life. You know, just as children need reminders daily, you know, Zion, brush your teeth. Zion, I love you. Zion, please say please and thank you. Zion, you know, this is how you tie your shoes. Children need daily reminders about lots of things that we teach them. And God wants us to remember and be reminded about what he offers to us. Never forget the things that I have taught you. Let's be reminded today, Icon Church. Let's be reminded of the security that God offers to us, the things that he has taught us, and that if we remember these things and store these commands in our heart, that we will live many years and our life will be satisfying. We need to remind ourselves what God has taught us, and that builds trust. As we read God's word, as we're reminded of what he has taught us, that, that builds that trust, which then leads to that security. To find my unfailing security in God, I need to seek him and trust him more than anything. The second thing, in Proverbs verses 3, 3 to 4, chapter 3, verses 3 to 4, is all about being loyal and kind. Be loyal and kind. We need to be reminded and then be loyal and kind. It says, never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor from both God and people, and you will earn a good reputation. I don't know about you, but if you look around people in this world and you look at people that have got a great reputation, people that have been looked up to, that have, have done well in life because they have been loyal and kind, they're the people that go far. 
They're the people that have that security. They're the people that are happy and that have loving people surrounding them. And it says here, never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Then you will find favor with God and people and you will earn a good reputation. Have you ever noticed that in this world, if somebody lacks loyalty or breaks loyalty, that causes broken trust? It causes broken trust. You don't trust that person. If somebody leaves one company to go and work for another company and they break that loyalty to the company they're working for, that breaks trust between those people. In relationships, if loyalty is broken, that breaks down trust. In this world, without loyalty and without kindness, there is no trust. And that's why God's reminding us here, never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Never let it leave you. We need that for security. That loyalty and kindness builds trust, which leads to security. We don't feel secure without trust, loyalty, and kindness. We need those things for security. We need to live with loyalty and kindness. And there is no greater example of loyalty and kindness than Jesus. All you have to do is open the Bible and read some stories and look at how incredibly kind and loyal Jesus was. What an incredible example. Favor with God and and favor with people leads to a good reputation, which will lead to security. To find our unfailing security in God, we have to seek him and trust him more than anything. And finally, be honoring. In Proverbs 3, verses 9 to 10, it says, Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. Then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. And everyone that likes wine in the room said, Amen. Fill my vats with good wine. But you know, this isn't just a verse about money. It's not just a verse about tithing. It's about giving God our first and our best and honoring him with it. It's all about honor. It's all about giving back to God what is already his anyway. And the reason why he asks us to do that is because he wants us to love him more than money. He doesn't want us to have a love of money. He doesn't want us to desire the worldly things. He wants us to look to him. He wants us to trust him. He wants us to love him. And we need to generously honor God with the first and the best because that builds trust. We need to trust God more than we trust our money. We need to trust God more than we trust our talents and our gifts and our abilities and the things that we have in this world, the things that he gave us. We need to trust him more than those things. Because when we trust him with those things, it says here that our barns will be full and our vats will be overflowing. So we don't need to worry about keeping things for ourselves. We don't need to worry about that because when we give them to him and honor him with the things that we have in this world, it says that we'll be overflowing anyway. And that leads to security. To find my unfailing security in God, I have to seek him and trust him more than anything, more than money, more than the things that we have that we try and hold on tight to. We need to trust him and seek him more than those things. 
when we're reminded, when we're loyal and kind, when we're honoring, those things build trust. And that trust leads to security. Maybe you can think of somebody in your world that you trust more than anything and you're loyal to them and you feel secure with them. You can have that with God too. Better than that, more than that, greater than that. Unfailing security unfailing security that can never be broken, that can never be unsecure. It can never be forgotten. It is always there. And do you know what the result is, Icon Church? We later read in the, in the next verse, in verses 24 to 26, it says, you can go to bed without fear. You will lie down and sleep soundly. You will not need to be afraid of sudden disaster or the destruction that comes upon the wicked. For the Lord is your security and he will keep your foot from being caught in a trap. Come on, Icon Church. We can trust God with our security. We can sleep soundly at night. COVID doesn't need to bother us. We don't need to be scared of what's happening in this world because we have security in God. And when we put our trust in Him, when we seek Him, when we trust Him more than anything in this world, we find our security in Him, unfailing security in Him. And the incredible thing about these verses that we've just read is there a, is a promise attached to every single one of them. And I encourage you, go back and read the whole of Proverbs 3 because there is literally a promise in every single verse. I've only done three, but there is a promise in every single verse. Seek first and all those things will be given to you. Never forget what I've taught you and you will live many satisfying years. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Then you will find favor with God. Trust the Lord with all your heart and seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Honor God with your wealth and the best of everything you produce. Then he will fill your barns and your vats will overflow. All these promises, these things that we can hold on to, we can trust, we can know that unfailing security. That promise is security. His promise to us, to me and to you, is unfailing security. And to find that unfailing security, all we have to do is seek Him and trust Him more than anything. Seek Him and trust Him more than anything. So Icon Church, what will you seek for your security? Where will you place your trust today? What will you constantly focus on? Self-reliance, maybe you might focus on that, but that leads to worry. Worldly security, maybe you could focus on that, but that can be here today and gone the next. Or what about Icon Church today? As individuals, as a church, as a community, as family, we can seek God first. Our Father, he who knows everything we need, seek Him first and He will provide the unfailing security that we desire in our lives. The unfailing security that means we can sleep soundly at night, that we don't have to worry. He is our security. 
I'm so excited about this message this morning, church. And I am so excited that we can grab a hold of this message and we can walk into our week next week knowing that security, knowing what it means to have unfailing security in God, not having to rely on the world, not having to rely on our own strength, but knowing that God is our security. And all we have to do is seek Him. All we have to do is trust Him more than anything else.